Welcome to the Web Piano Teacher Podcast. Gather together and relax with us as we perform your favorite songs, discuss what makes them great, and how to make it work on piano. If you'd like to learn, play, and share this song like Sean does using his revolutionary whiteboard technique, visit webpianoteacher.com and try out the free membership level. Please don't forget to comment, like, share, and subscribe. Piano Man by, by Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. Let's do it. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday Regular crowd shuffles in There's an old man sitting next to me Making love to his tonic and gin He says, son, can you play me a memory? I'm not really sure how it goes But it's sad and sweet and I knew it complete When I wore a younger man's clothes Oh la dee da dee dee da La da dee dee da 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 Sing us a song, you're the piano man Sing us a song tonight Well, we're all in the mood for a melody And you got us feeling all right Now John at the bar is a friend of mine quick with a joke or to light up your smoke there's some place that he'd rather be he says bill i believe this is killing me as a smile ran away from his face well i'm sure that i could be a movie star if i could get out of this place Now Paul is a real estate novelist Who never had time for a wife And he's talking with Davy Who's still in the Navy And probably will be for is practicing politics as the businessmen slowly get stoned yes they're sharing a drink they call loneliness 
It's better than drinking alone Sing us a song, you're the piano man Sing us a song tonight Well, we're all in the mood for a melody And you got us feeling all right It's a pretty good crowd for a Saturday And the manager gives me a smile Cause he knows that it's me they've been coming to see To forget about life for a while And the piano, it sounds like a carnival And the microphone smells like a beer And they sit at the bar and put bread in my jar And say, man, what are you doing here? Oh, la di da Sing us a song tonight Well, we're all in the mood for a melody And you got us feeling alright song yeah well I have to tell you when i whenever i sing that one um it's always seems insurmountable because it stays up so high oh, you're just on that g for so much of it and uh i always feel like oh i'm not gonna be able to do it this time then somehow <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little adrenaline always helps. yeah a little adrenaline plus being 48 you know the voice is Oh, come on, <laughs> Billy Joel does it. Yeah, I guess so. You, you, yeah, yeah, you look at him, you can't complain, right, what he does. I saw him in concert once, and man, he is a performer. So he's... You know what's interesting about that? He <clears throat> says he's not a performer. Really? Well, he, well, I guess his original intention when going into music was never to be a performer. He was just going to be a songwriter. Uh-huh. And so I don't... And he talks about like when he did the show with Elton John mm -hmm. and he said, you know, Elton John's a performer. Yeah. He loves it. He does show after show after show after show. Billy Joel, he was like, I like to take a lot of time off. He's like <laughs> performing is not mine. Yeah. Well, what I let me clarify that. I don't mean performing on the piano. I mean as a as a front man, as as you know, just with the audience, the rapport. You know, back and forth. He tells a lot of jokes, tells a lot of stories, um, messes, you know, jokes around with the band. You just, it's a good time. Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say it's a good performer. Good. Maybe I should say entertainer. That's one of his songs. Because I guess I see performer <laughs> is like what Elton John does, yeah. especially in his early years where he's like all dressed up. Sure. And he's like standing up and he's like playing the keyboard with his feet. And, yeah. You know. And like, a lot of his performing is his, his uh, live improv stuff that he does. It's yeah. musical is always there. And yeah, you know, Billy didn't do much of that, though I'm sure he could if he wanted. Uh, but just as far as being a personality that right. you like and you enjoy, 
uh, one of the, one of the best as far as that goes. You know, from when I saw him, <clears throat> I haven't so. seen him, so I can't really say. <laughs> I just yeah. uh, listened to his music and watched a bunch of interviews on YouTube. Yeah, well, we didn't introduce <laughs> ourselves this time. I'm I'm uh, Sean. I almost said I'm Shauna. I'm Sean. This is Shauna. Yes. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the Web Piano Teacher Podcast. I have a website, webpianoteacher.com, and my main thing is teaching piano lessons in video form on the website using my unique method for people who don't want to read music, can't music, can't read music, have trouble reading music, want a different way to learn, but they really want to play the way uh, their favorite artists play. So that's kind of what I specialize in. Yeah. So. so we're teachers. Actually, he's a teacher. I'm the person <laughs> that turns the cameras on and off. <laughs> switches the cameras which yeah. sometimes you'll notice i'm like asleep on the job and we'll forget to change the camera yes. and you do the video editing that's and i do the video editing which also don't know what i'm doing there either <laughs> oh i think it's pretty good but so we are <clears throat> not performers mm-hmm. we're teachers we're teachers mainly yes so, so yeah that I was just, just gonna lower the bar of expectation <laughs> For all of our performances that we do for the yes. podcast. So quickly, if you're looking to play piano, you want to play and you've always wanted to play, uh, you might try my method if every other method has kind of failed you uh, because people tend to be able to have success with my method, especially when they've failed with traditional methods. Um, yeah, I use a whiteboard technique with letters and chords and uh, it works for a lot of people, for millions. So this is one of the songs I teach on the website as well as many Many other Billy Joel songs because I love Billy Joel and many of our members love Billy Joel as well. So I've done his catalog, the great majority of all his hits I've done for sure. And, some and I'm others. not going to say that your method like gets you from point A to point B faster. However, I believe, okay, so no, it it's still work. Somebody who's maybe never played before, mm-hmm. it still is oh, work yeah. and effort to play songs. Yes, but it's going to get you playing a Beatles song yeah. faster than if you were doing traditional note reading sure. and you've got to go through like playing little row, row, row your boat yeah. first. If note reading has been a, a roadblock for you, like something, if it was like that's standing between you and all the music that you love, you know, we kind of go around that, we bypass that and we just learn a different way. I kind of developed this as a private teacher when I saw all the kids, you know, who couldn't read music, but they love music, I was like, man, this is this stinks because they're going to quit or they hate it or they're frustrated and they just couldn't, you know, get it. Their brains work differently. So if you think your brain works differently, uh, you might might try it um, see what you think. Anyway, but um, I do love Billy Joel, one of my favorites of all time. Uh, him, of course, and Elton John. Um, they are, I know we kind of group those together, you know, but they are really, they're not the same. They're um, not. Yeah, they're they're really different songwriters and different approaches uh, to music. They just you know tend to be piano different songs, and I love them both. I mean, I could, uh, you know, only do those songs as far as teaching for the rest of my time, and I would be happy. Well, here's where they are similar, and they did come onto the scene about the same time as each other. Mm-hmm. So maybe the world was like ready for their music. The radio shows were ready to play this kind of music. The record labels are ready to sign it. They wrote longer songs. They wrote songs that had classical themes to them or where they were taking elements of classical music in their classical training and translating it to like pop and rock themes of the music that they loved to listen to. Mm -hmm. So they are similar. Yeah. Um, What I like... uh about Billy Joel's music. He, I mean, he, he's individual, but he also has, each song has a different personality. 
Yeah. You know, with Elton's, you could go from one to the next, and they're all great, but you could really just, you know, go make a medley, you know, of his songs, and they would be wonderful. Uh, but it, every song has a particular uh, feeling, a personality all its own. So this Piano Man song, I know you looked up some of the, the history on it, and uh, I, I think I kind of know it, but I'm not exactly sure. Can you enlighten well, us on that for this song? Because this is, this is his hit. This is the one he says for the end of the show, you know. It does at the because end it's time. a sing-along. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he said. He he kind of like criticized his own um, songwriting in one of the interviews I watched with this. And uh-huh. probably all you like mega Billy Joel fans out there, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Because um, I've met the people on the website that are Billy Joel fans are like mega fans. But anyway. Me, inc- <laughs> me included. You included, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he said this song goes nowhere he's not super like into the melody of it Mm -hmm. because he said he he had this story if he goes into a piano bar and there's a guy playing it and then they recognizes him and of course he'll start playing this song yeah and nobody's singing and then he'll quickly realize it doesn't go anywhere so after the first verse it doesn't just flow right and he put in that la da 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 yeah Uh And then he goes in, they kind of finish that part, and they're like, okay, well, back to the beginning. (laughs) Uh So he kind of like criticized his own Mm -hmm. songwriting ability, which, of course, everybody who performs or writes a song is their worst critic, is their own worst critic, you know? And they're never done with it. Yeah. They're never done. I'm listening to the song, and I'm like, why is he saying this is a bad thing? Everybody loves the song. And then in the interview, he goes on to say, well, it's a song everybody, it's a sing-along song. And he said he really, instead of like writing the song more like a poem when he's composing the lyrics, yeah. he said it. This is a, it's a limerick. And, when you, and then he read the lyrics, mm-hmm. and it really does sound like a limerick. So it's a coupling <laughs> of the five yeah. lines instead of a poem. Well, I have to write, you know, when because the, the chord progression, it's the same for the verse as for the chorus. Yes. You know, it, um, I and, think but that's I, what he meant by didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I have, you know, then you have the harmonica part, da, 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 and then you have the, then you have the crescendo. Da, da. And I have, it's a little bit different here and there in the song. So I have to write those little things in there. I'll put, you know, harmonica melody or 70s major. I don't know why I think of the 70s when I do this. It just, it, it clicks for me, but I have to write that in there so I know which thing to do or i'll or i'll go to the wrong thing yeah you'll get lost yeah <laughs> yeah but the wonderful thing about this song is the story it right. tells an amazing story his lyric right his lyrics carry the song to me of course um, yeah the story of it is so neat and i thought how did he write such a neat story with just a few lines and make it rhyme too you know davy <laughs> and navy and you know that's just that's just genius so they're real people yeah oh they are yeah, okay. so he was, I guess he had signed a bad record deal in New York. Mm-hmm. I think they all did in the 70s. Kind of heard this, yeah. <laughs> and so he decided to disappear and go to L.A. Uh-huh. And he was hiding out in L.A. And he was married to his first wife. They were starting to run out of money. He needed to work, yeah. but he couldn't because he was under contract. And he wanted to switch to another record label anyway. So he goes to LA and he was basically like says he was hiding out and he gets this job at the executive room bar in LA and he was performing under Bill Martin. Okay. Which his full name is 
William Martin Joel. So he was Bill Martin and trying to literally just getting tips. Okay. And all the people he sings about are people that he came across during his time in this bar. So John was a bartender and always worked the same shift as him. I feel like this probably was a real conversation they had. Uh-huh. Uh, Paul, I liked this part. Paul was a real estate novelist, which when I'm listening to the words, I was like, what is a real estate novelist? Yeah. Like somebody that writes about real estate? I don't understand. No, he was a real estate agent who was trying to write the next I great American novel. I never wondered about that. Okay. Okay. Well, I was like, <laughs> you know me. I thought it was just a term. Okay. No, it's... He, the guy came to the bar every okay. night to and was trying to write the next great American novel, which okay. I want to know if Paul ever wrote that yeah. novel. Yeah, be interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then the waitress practicing politics, this is interesting, uh, was his wife, his first wife, Elizabeth okay. Weber. And, and she waitressed the restaurant. He, she oh waitressed gosh. at the same place. Okay. But eventually. Is that how he got the job? I don't know. This, <laughs> here's how she's, so the waitress practicing politics. I always kind of wondered, like I'm building this character in my head. Uh-huh. But now that I know it was his wife, and then it made me remember something else um, that I had read about She's Always a Woman. Okay. So that song was about her also. Okay. And it was about her being like fierce negotiator. So she became his manager. And she ended up taking over. So he was in like financial ruins. Okay. So she got all his financial affairs in order. Wow. And dealing with the record labels. And and in the song, She's Always a Woman, she can wound with her eyes. She's still like a thief. Uh She'll never give in. Other executives, people they dealt with, thought she was super like unfeminine and didn't okay. really like her. Yeah, she was like tough. Uh huh. Um, but well, she probably had to be that way to, to Billy Joel. To she stand was up for she was yeah. always a woman. Okay, so that's the waitress practicing politics. Oh my is gosh. the same woman from She's Always a Woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought as fans we love it when the songs actually are real have real stories to them. So and to it's me, like you know the sitcom crossover episode uh-huh. you know where like the characters from another show yeah. show up in the characters of this show <laughs> uh-huh. like when mad about you was on friends mm-hmm. you remember that yeah uh so this to me has that same like exciting storyline yeah. that the lady from she's always a woman is the waitress practicing politics oh wow <laughs> anyway so and i remember this may not, may not be true it seemed like I, I remember that was a tough time in his life but he was thankful for it because he got that song um he was able to write that song from from playing in the piano bar i think so i mean if i could yeah. have a tenth of the royalties from this song i'd be <laughs> yeah. super thankful for a tough time in my yes. life also so i love what i like about it i love the story first of all mm-hmm. um i love the simplicity of the music maybe he's you know being critical of that but i love that that the verse and the chorus because when something i think i've done some songwriting and when when you have a simpler chord progression it, i think it's easier to tell a long story something that and i think this is the only way it could be for this song it's just it's in six eight one two three four five or it could be in twelve eight two one two three four five six seven And over and over again, just a descending bass line, and you have the chunk chunk in the right hand. And as far as piano goes, it's really not, there's there's two maybe parts that are a little bit difficult for most people. The beginning. 
But that's not too bad because you're just holding a chord and the right hand's playing all the, you know, you never have to do left and right hand at the same time difficulty part. So uh, the very beginning and also the solo. I had to, I don't have it in front of me now, but I had to rewrite it. I had to write it again. That is so cool. So, and I had to write that out, looking at it right now. But that's the second most you know difficult part. But besides that, I, I give this to beginner students when they want to play and they want to, and they they're shocked that they can play this song. Believe not the beginning and not the solo, yeah. but the rest <laughs> right, of it right, right. and sing along. So, yeah. um, I would say beginners could try this on the website if they wanted to. That you know you could skip the the intro and the solo part, and then you know if you're intermediate, you could give it a shot and see if you could do it. Um, but speaking y- of singing, uh-huh. how would you rate Billy Joel's singing voice? Oh my gosh. Uh, one of the best as well. Here's, here's why. I mean, he has a beautiful tone to his voice, but he can somehow make it sound. He can change the timbre of it almost to where it, you know, for according to what song he's singing. I mean, listen to, uh, uh, that song. <laughs> You know, you the, know the, the Hollywood, lyrics, say yeah. goodbye to Hollywood. I haven't, yeah, I haven't done it in a while. But the way he does his voice on that sounds totally different than the way he would sing on, you know, You're Always a Woman or, or, some, or you know, Uptown Girl or whatever. He, he's able to change the timbre of it, you know, and it doesn't sound weird. Like, I could change my timbre and sound stupid if I wanted to, you know, in a song. But he's able to um, change the way his voice sounds, like, like kind of like a, a, an impressionist does, huh. you know. So that's amazing to me that he can do that and, and, and create the different tones. It's like someone changing the, a tone on the keyboard because they want a different electric piano sound or something. Well, he can do that with his voice. And that's, that's really cool to have the range that he has. I mean, he could sing really high. He could sing really low. In fact, the range of this song is incredible. You know, cause it's, I feel like most <laughs> of his songs are that way. Yeah. But being able to change the timbre of it, that, that, to, to match, again, that personality of that particular song, that's part of the genius, too. So I have two things to say. So okay. I was watching a an interview of him on Howard Stern show, which I don't always recommend Howard Stern. However, Howard Stern will ask the question. He's not scared to ask questions that should be kind of embarrassing to ask. Uh-huh. And... And it gets people to answer questions they wouldn't normally. Yeah, he's a good interviewer. Answer. Uh-huh. So he had at, he said something, and Billy Joel like clarified and or like corrected him, and was like, "No, I'm not really a good singer. They make me sound good in the studio." Mm-hmm. Which maybe I'm seeing a theme here. Billy Joel is very self-deprecating, <laughs> but yeah. he he doesn't think he is a good singer. Yeah, which I would disagree too. I I would agree with you how, and maybe that's the part where he doesn't he can't see that, and what makes him so amazing, mm-hmm. is he can tell a story of a song musically, um, lyrically, and then even how he delivers the song, tells this tells the same story, mm-hmm. and so all of our senses are being hit with a singular message. And man, I think that's why he's so good. Yeah. Well, he might be one of you know, some people, you know, who are, who are really talented at something. They just can never really get it through their own head that they are talented or that they're, they, they're, you know, their skill is amazing. Um, he just may be, you know, one of those people. But um, 
as far as songwriting, top. As far as a singer, tops. He did. He um, did agree. He said, even though the song doesn't go anywhere, he goes, it does tell a good story. So he oh, knows yeah, yeah. the level that people, why people enjoy it. I mean, he's totally uh-huh. aware. This is a good. Yeah, that's song. The, it's a good yeah. story, and it's a good sing. I mean, where would we be in the world without that song? If, wherever we do a concert, which we do live concerts once in a while. This is always one of the songs, and it's always one of the most favorite songs everybody loves because they love to sing along. Yeah. People love to sing, and I, um, I love it. Piano Man. He is. So here's another mm-hmm. crossover mm-hmm. song okay. <laughs> situation. So when I said, too, that like maybe Billy Joel's popularity like Elton John's came in this time because the radios were starting to be ready to play their type of songs. Uh-huh. Um. So, like when we did the Elton John episodes, we didn't really talk about Benny and the Jets, mm-hmm. but everybody was like, they're never going to play this song on the radio because it's too long. And then they played on the radio and everybody loved it. Yeah. So this song, originally cut, was... One of the longest songs ever. <laughs> five minutes, 37 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. That's how much it is now? Yes. Okay. So, obviously, that was too long. And so they cut it. They cut the... F- second verse first in the second verses or something and then spliced them together mm-hmm. and then it was four minutes like four and a half minutes and that was still too long so they did another demo cut okay for like release to record or radio stations and stuff and they just cut the fourth verse and the final chorus so they got it down to three minutes and 16 seconds and that's what went out which okay. that's not what we know but i guess if you were originally listening to this and you know November of 1973, you were hearing the three-minute version. Okay. When I hear it on the radio any t- time so in my life, they always play the whole thing. Well, yeah. That yeah. was like 15 years later. Yeah. The, like if someone wrote this song today, there's no way it would get radio time because of the, the it's too long. Well, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, where I was going with this, then in his next album, uh, Street, I wrote it down, Street Life Serenade, he did the song The Entertainer. Uh-huh. Do you know that song? Uh, yeah, I mentioned okay, it earlier. Yeah. 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 I am the entertainer. Okay, so he has a line in there, <laughs> a lyric. It was a beautiful song, but it ran too long. If you're going to have a hit, you got to make it fit. Yeah. So they cut it down to 305. Yeah. So he was then singing about Piano Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they cut it down because of, you know, money. I want more more time. But um, to me, it's it's got to be the length that it is. It tells us, and if you cut it short, it doesn't finish the story. No. So, yeah, it, it's... It's a long song, but it's a good song, and, and, and I love every minute of it. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> I was going to, uh, and if you're wondering about, the, I forgot to hit the timer. We have No, I started the timer. Oh, there. okay. All right. What are we on? Five minutes. Oh, five minutes left. Okay, great. Um, I would like people to comment on this YouTube video. Um, you know, of course, what you think about this, what you like. Also, we are considering uh, on future podcast doing some uh uh albums you know and and uh more songwriting like we have done we've we've done uh, carol king we've done elton, elton john, john and, and we've done willie nelson yeah and so we kind of are getting into a groove where we kind of like picking an album you know the, an epic album to do or, or just an album that we like and uh, if you guys have some suggestions i'm not saying we'll use it but please <laughs> put it in the comments you know um so maybe a suggestion a lot of times uh what, what we do next will be from suggestions that uh, members have or people that watch YouTube. So um, if you have some suggestions on a great album you like or an artist, uh, please feel free to, to comment on that. 
<clears throat> so. Yes. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Sean always looks over at me when I'm when I go off script there. So. <laughs> what is he going to do? <laughs> well, yeah, what am I going to have to do? Yeah. That's right. what it turns into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so if you're a Billy Joel fan, you know, I do tons of other lessons on the website. It's one of, you know, Elton and and Billy are uh two of the most requested um you know, lessons and I just have a lifetime. I mean, you could spend the rest of your life probably learning learning their stuff. Some of them are live versions too, so those are really cool. You get you know, a lot of stuff in the live version you don't get on the album as far as the piano playing. <clears throat> yeah. So what else you got? I mean, you kind of wrapped it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well we are getting close to the, the end there. I was gonna talk about his songwriting mm-hmm. Cause, Cause, that is an element in those other three that you mentioned, where mm-hmm. we really talk about how they come up with these songs, just like their method. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy that definitely gets the melody first, okay. the music. He gets a musical inspiration first, and then he writes a lyric. Yeah, that's how I am. I am n- not <laughs> that way. And I think there are certainly songwriters that have a they they have a story they want to tell, and then they come up with. Or they work with somebody else. All right, so that's Piano Man by Billy Joel, one of my favorite songs. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, the performance of it and our thoughts on Billy Joel. Please leave comments, like the video, and uh, you know, let us know what you're thinking. We appreciate that. Thank you. Bye, See guys. You later. <laughs>